like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. I thought Abby and I could swap and I would dress up as the woman and she could go as the man. You could. It'd be very uh, Halloween 18. Isn't that when they do that? Bonnie and Clyde, but they swap? Yeah, I think so. That'd be cool. I wonder what kind of bosoms I could have. Think I'd be a big-breasted gal? Mm, Yeah. Kind of a small frame, but probably. Do you think so? Yeah. I'd be one of those chicks that got the real big boobs, Mm -hmm. but like the real tiny waist. Yeah. And then everybody hates her. You'd have like dolly boobs. They're like, how did this... (laughs) How did this lady get to look like that? You know, because what yeah. they say, once you lose weight, the first thing to go are your boobs. You'd have dolly tits. Do you think so? But yeah. you'd have no ass. Right. No, 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 no. No ass. Like if there was a, a, a vast wind that came across the yard, I'd topple over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd bounce right back up because my boobs would be so big. It's like bloop, bloop. You'd have you to like would. anchor yourself down with stakes. I'd have to get a set of back boobs because then yeah. I would just bounce back and forth like one of those, you know, those things when you were a kid <laughs> that you would punch it and it would like flop around everywhere. Yeah, you need a counterweight. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what a big butt is, a counterweight for big boobs. Maybe. Is that normal mm. to have big boobs and no butt? Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's sad. I mean, I think. I, <laughs> She's like, yeah. I say yeah, but it's like, I don't fucking, I don't know. No, she doesn't know. She's second guessing herself. She's like, hmm. I'm talking I- about myself mainly. I have no butt. Hmm. I don't either. Never have. Me either. I think I just sit on my spine. You do? I don't know. That's what it feels like sometimes when <laughs> I'm in like a wooden chair. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like not comfortable. Hmm. Maybe you just have bad posture. Could be. It's from all those long nights of railing. Mm-hmm. You just It's all compressed. Yeah, I just smushed it all down. It is. Yeah. You've got like whenever you go to the doctor, they're, they're like, your discs in your back are very compressed, Mr. Kolarski. Yeah. Do they call you Mr. Kolarski? No. You look like a Mr. Kolarski. My doctor is very personal. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they touch you and stuff? Yeah. Oh. Like he's like Seth Andrew. What's well, a she? <laughs> oh, it's a she? She's like yeah. Seth Andrew. <laughs> Not that personal. My doctor's also a she. Yeah. You think it's weird that like girls usually want to go to a girl doctor, but guys don't really care? How is that true, Jess? No, I've had a guy doctor. Hmm. Actually, like my girl doctor is a guy. Oh, you're. I like how you did air quotes that nobody can see. Air quotes. Oh, the gyna. Yeah. yeah. Can we? Can you call it what you call it when you you're around us drinking? You're what do you call it? Uh, mm-hmm. Do I call it something special? Yeah, the pussy doctor. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the pussy doctor. That's what she said. Yeah, I gotta go. She's cracking a cold miller. She's like, gotta go to the pussy doctor tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how she said it. I remember. <laughs> I remember it that way. I don't think I could have a hot male doctor though. I'd probably get turned on during the examination. Really? Oh, he's, he's definitely not hot. 
He's an older gentleman. Oh. Well, then you're good. Why would you get yeah. turned on? What are you doing at the doctor that would make you? I don't get know. Hurt? Just what if they were hot? You're that horny that if like a hot dude like talks to you, you immediately get a raging heart on. No, during the touching part. Like when they check your blood pressure and stuff. No, your doctor doesn't push on your stomach and all that stuff at a physical. Yeah, but I don't get horny. Well, I don't either because mine's an older woman. But if it was a hot man, I might. I don't think I would if it, if it was, was Zach hot- Efron. Is what you're saying? Yes, <laughs> as my doctor. I don't think I would get. Would you from a physical? If it was a hot man. Probably not because I have like, um, I guess it's called like white coat syndrome. Mm. So like oh, I automatically yeah. I'm nervous when I go to the doctor. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Like when I was pregnant, like they would take my blood pressure and it was like sky high. Like as soon as I got there, they'd have to wait till the end of the appointment. Cause you were nervous? Yeah. I hate going to the doctor. Huh? Yeah. I get that way too. <laughs> with my I blood just pressure. get anxiety. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do we, let's dive into that. What do you think? What causes that? Did you have a bad experience as a child with maybe a uh, handsy doctor? No, I think I'm just always like, what if something's going to be wrong with me? What if they're going to find something new? I don't know. I just, it's the what ifs. Yeah. I guess I don't get that way. I immediately just, I'm excited to see Sandy and I want to talk to her. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I only get to see her once a year. It's like a family reunion. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to go that often, but if like something's wrong or off, I'm like, oh God, I've got the cancer. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I always think too. It's cancer. Yeah. Immediately, as soon as something's wrong with you, you think you have cancer. Yeah. Anytime something's wrong, my dad's like, oh, it's a tumor. <laughs> about himself? About anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not something well, you I make joke the mistake about. of looking stuff up on WebMD. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's, and it's just should, like they should make you're that dying. illegal. Yeah, it always goes to cancer. No, yeah. I self-diagnose on WebMD yeah. all the time, and I've I have a pain in my leg. Oh, it's cancer. You can honestly, you can figure <laughs> a lot of stuff out by using WebMD. Yeah. yeah. The problem is a lot of stuff has like very similar symptoms, so mm-hmm. it's hard to like. Yeah. I'm in tune with my body. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I self-diagnosed um, MRSA. I self-diagnosed mm-hmm. appendicitis. Mm-hmm. I feel like MRSA is like pretty easy though. It's oh, like yeah, oh, there's it. a hole in my stomach. <laughs> no, pus. that is a staph infection. MRSA is an integrated staph infection which cannot drain itself. It must be drained by a professional. And you kept the fluid. No, it was really gross though. I'm sure you it was. You kept the fluid. <laughs> like it was like, like a ball jar on a shelf down here. No, I don't know. Uh. They have to send it off, I think. I don't think you can keep it. Do you ever wonder what they do with medical waste, like where it goes? In those buckets. I wonder if they just bury it somewhere. No. They just dump it in the ocean. Maybe Probably. They, unless they burn it. I don't know. They do something oh, with it. you can't burn it. Then it would be airborne. I don't know. There's got to be some kind of hazardous like waste facility, I'm assuming. I mean, just think of like a hospital and all the like human waste that gets thrown away. Well, yeah, they got to put it in those bins though, with those skeleton and, face on it. You ugh. know what I mean? The bones and the skull. I wonder crossbones. what happens to it. They probably put it through that Aquafina filtration system and we drink it. Yeah, it just goes right into the water system. <laughs> probably. I mean, why not? <laughs> I assume they may do some kind of testing on it. I don't know. Like, they'll probably save some of it and fucking test it for certain diseases and whatnot. You're very optimistic that we do good things around here. Yeah. I'm thinking they make like a cyanide out of it. Maybe. It's probably what they're making atom bombs and stuff with is human waste. And think before like they made like coffins being those concrete things. They just buried people and that shit all went into the ground. It should. You should. Your yeah. body should become one with the earth and then you are reborn as a beautiful piece of environment like a tree. 
you would not come back as a tree. You'd be some sort of sagebrush, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like it's around and people cut it down, but it keeps coming back. Yeah, be you. You'd that be would a be me. sagebrush. I'm going to get cremated anyway. Are you? I think so. My mom wants to get cremated. And then she's telling us we all have to wear around our necks in a necklace. I'm like, I'm not wearing you around my neck. I'm not doing that. In a necklace. I wouldn't wear hey, you. Hey, Angelina like. Jolie. Doesn't she wear blood? She used yeah, when to. She was, when she was with Billy Bob Thornton, they had like their each vamp- other's blood. Yeah, their vampire stage. We should do that. You guys <laughs> want to get our like? Let's get like a little piece of our blood. We'll mix it together, and then we'll have like a like a ring or something. We wear. No. We'd be blood brothers. Yeah. No? no. That sounds odd. It's weird, but we wouldn't really do it. We would just tell people we did it for the sake of viewership. Mm. Ooh, are you okay? For the sake of the podcast. You got a little cough? I just have some drainage. Ew. Why are you so drainy all the time? I don't know. Sinuses. I'm old. I do too, especially in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh. Well, you mean like right now at 6 a.m. when Seth has, has us recording straight out of bed? First of all, it's <laughs> 10. Rolled out of my fucking pajamas <laughs> right in. I, dude, I come downstairs to get my coffee and Lucy's like, why are you getting dressed? I'm like, well, you're fucking Uncle Seth, man. He's got a triple booked his day. Yeah. This way you have the, <laughs> this way you have the rest of the day to do stuff. I made the mistake of setting my phone down for five fucking minutes and I look at it and you assholes have me recording at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you record early? Yeah, sure. I don't have anything on the calendar. Set my phone down. Start doing something. Come back. 10 a.m.? That's not early. I didn't say like 8. Sunday's my sleeping day though. You should be up by 10 still. I was up by 10. I was up at 9.15. There you go. Usually I'm up by 7. If it was Saturday, it wouldn't have been an issue because I'm up very early on Saturday. Well, you still got to sleep in. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset. I didn't drink last night anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm holding my coffee cup up here like I'm talking into it. It's very odd. It's like you're advertising something. Well, you're it like... is ghost face on this side of it here, Just Let me see. I always forget I like you're over that. here. I like to put the camera when you're not here where you're at. I like that. Yeah. Like, I'm still there in spirit. We should get a blow-up doll and get a picture of her face and put it on the blow-up doll. We can just set it there. <laughs> or we need oh to put God. a little monitor there so it's like she's sitting there just with her head. Oh, that's a good idea. Because I can't really see her unless I turn. Mm. You just want to look at me anyway. Not really. Let's be honest. I am... (laughs) Not this early in the morning. I know. I even brushed my teeth for you. You're lucky. I usually don't brush my teeth until I eat. Good. Do you roll out of bed and brush your teeth? Mm -mm. Mm, Me neither. I got to eat first. Yeah. I got to have something to brush off my teeth. Well, there's no point when you're going to eat or drink coffee. Coffee especially. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Then you yeah. get the toothpaste coffee taste. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nobody wants I've that. I've done it several mm. times, but. Yeah. Did you do it today? Have you brushed yet? I have not. Must be nice. See, I was thinking of you. This is what a, um, what's the word? You know, when you like to, when you uh, think of other people. I don't know what you're talking about. Can see, yeah, because you don't know this. I'm very yeah. considerate when it comes to other people, and I, you know, I didn't want you to. Yeah, I went are. on a trip once with a guy, and uh, I don't know if he didn't brush or he just has naturally bad breath. But the whole car smelled like bad breath. Some people don't like have great breath. Maybe he's got halitosis. <laughs> halitosis is that like the HelloFresh thing? Halitosis. It's like. Some, it's like gum disease, and you oh, get no. really bad breath from it. I mean, did you offer him a cert? No, I think I just cracked the window a little bit, oh. and then chewed like gum, mm-hmm. a lot of it, so I could just smell my gum, re, uh, you know, like filtering through my nose. Yuck! Remember that time you told everybody I had uh, what was the gum disease? You tried to tell everybody I had gingivitis. Gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it back? 
No, I never had it. <laughs> Bucker. <laughs> Gingivitis. You're like, yeah, his gums bleed really bad when he brushes. I'm like, you've never seen me brush. Actually, I have seen you brush. Have you? Yeah. When? Because you walk out of the bathroom a lot when you're brushing. Oh, yeah. I'm a walker, dude. Mm. I can't just stand there in front of the mirror brushing. I'm a walker. I am, and the kids get mad because we tell them they're not allowed to come out of the bathroom when they brush because they make fucking messes. Yeah, it'll but, splatter. But then I'm walking around everywhere, and they're like, Dad, Dad, Mom, Dad's out of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. like, Shut up. We can see his gingivitis. We can see his bleeding everywhere. <laughs> He's caveman brushing again. <laughs> Dude, I bought an electric toothbrush to fix that problem because you guys made me feel so silly. Is it working for you or are you still like... Arr? Well, at first, I think I was doing a lot of damage because I was still brushing normally, but with the electric head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I think I figured it out. I'm like, you don't do it. You just hold it over the tooth. And let yeah, the you don't brush. really don't push. Yeah. I even got one that has a sensor on it. So if I'm brushing too hard, it'll go off. There you go. Yeah. What? Same. I was asking if it like turns red. It turns red and it stops. You oh. know, yeah. I'm, I'm. I got a lot of money over here. You know that forty dollars toothbrush on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Uppity. Yeah. I got it on a Black Friday sale. Good. I didn't. I got it a while ago. Okay. But that's fine. Um. Anyway. <sighs> this is HMC. I don't even know. It is it sixty nine? Is that right? I don't even know. No idea. Should I look it up and let's see? Let's see. Let's see if I'm correct. You know, usually I am correct, Seth, when I commit. Mm. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, why don't you agree? Let's let's dive into that. We're not diving into anything. Why? Dive into this. <laughs> it's too early I for that. I ain't diving today. It is 69. Dinner party was 68. No, I'm not going to do that. It's way too early. I'm not a morning um, sex person. You are, I take it. You look like the kind of guy that just rolls mm. out of bed and like stinky breath. No, because, like, because of that, I can't. I just have way too much going on in the morning. I got to pee. As soon as my... No, you usually have to pee. I usually have to make stool in the morning. As soon as you wake up? Not too long after. Really? Yeah. Very regular that no way. No wonder you can't sleep in. I am yeah. so not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Seth wakes up and has half a turd hanging out. It's not that bad. But I mean, within a half an hour of getting Is that up. why you can't have white sheets? Because if <laughs> yeah. you roll over the wrong way, it like smears. Yeah, I'll stain it. Uh, I, I mean, his first text this morning was taking a dump. <laughs> In his defense, if you've been up since 7, that was like 9.15. I didn't get up till 8 or 8.30. Oh, you said you got up at 7. Mm -mm, I didn't say that. You didn't? No. Why am I thinking that? <laughs> I don't know. You're losing I, it. I really am. I said I get up at 7 on yeah. Saturdays. I mean, I let Humphrey out to go stool and pee first, and then I went. It's very considerate of you. I take yeah. back what I said about mm -hmm. you being inconsiderate. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, way too much going on in the morning for that. Anyway, we're talking about the movie A Stir of Echoes. This kicks off our December theme, which is a very bacon Christmas. I hope I don't fuck this up all month. It's a pretty easy one to remember. So was Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and A Witchy... Or what was the... I already fucked that up too. October, what was that? A I, I don't remember what it was. Whatever it was, I had like three different names for it. I forget. Witchy October or something like that. Yeah. That's Witchtober. Witchtober. That's why we need Jess. You remember, she keeps us on track. Seth, this was your movie, A Stir of Echoes. Dude, I forgot how much I love this movie. I haven't seen it in years. Really? Mm -mm. I think you were thinking of the 2007 Rob Lowe version. No, I didn't even know there was one. Really? Mm -mm. It's called A Stir of Echoes Homecoming. What? Don't remember that. Yeah, I got really, really bad reviews. because I accidentally clicked on it instead of this one when I was doing all the ratings and stuff. 
It got like a no critics on Rotten Tomatoes have looked at it, and it got like a 20% from the audience. So not mm. great. Not this one, Rob Lowe's version. I mean, the only thing I remembered from this movie was him finding the girl on the wall. That's like all I could remember that mm. scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I like, remember... as I watched it, I'm like, oh, okay, now I remember this. But, like, that's all I ever think of with that movie. Oh, I like this movie a lot. I'm sure we'll get into it. But mm-hmm. first, I mean, everybody's probably sitting on the edge of their seats wondering what you, <gasps> sir, have been up to. I'm caught up on Yellowstone. Oh, well, it's about fucking time. Yeah. Just in time for the new one. Yeah. Well, give us your thoughts. Pretty good. <laughs> that's it? That's yeah. what we're getting? Wow. Riveting. Pretty good. Obviously, well, the first episode was crazy. There might be other people out there that haven't caught up yet. True. Well, they should be caught up. I mean, fuck. I should have at least seen the first one by now. Well, skip yeah. ahead a minute if you don't want to hear about it, people. Yeah, but how about that first episode? Was, was not that? expecting it to be all that. You weren't? <laughs> no. I kind of thought it would be. I was a little disappointed nobody died, though. Yeah, I really thought somebody was going to be <laughs> dead. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> You're like, but nobody got it. They didn't. They teased us. Everybody for, survived. They teased us for two years, saying that somebody important was gonna die, and then nobody dies. Hmm. I thought Jimmy died. Yeah, I think they. I think Jimmy is gonna go to the spinoff because they're doing a spinoff called the Four Sixes, which oh, is about are? that ranch. Yes, oh. it's gonna be its own show. So I bet Jimmy is on that show. I wonder if it's really gonna be that bad. Because obviously we're at the oh. episode where he just arrived. It didn't look terrible, but hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those crazy chicks at the bar. They don't look crazy until, you know, yeah. you're in like a serious relationship with them. You're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. You know? Poor Jimmy. Oh, you're one of those. what's going to happen with um, the his girlfriend, Josh Brolin's daughter. That's Josh Brolin's daughter? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't like her at all. I can't stand her ass. What's her she's name? Anno- she's annoying. Yeah. I don't know her name. And the show is like Marge or Maggie or something. Nope. Mia, maybe. Mia, Mia sounds more likely than Marge. <laughs> I just remember him writing the letter, and it was like M A something, or I couldn't remember. Hmm. I think it's Mia. Yeah, she's kind of a bitch. She's just annoying. But I was like, what's going to happen with her now that he's gone? They're both annoying. Honestly. Jimmy doesn't bother me. He went back on his. I'm a big John Dutton guy, though, so you know yeah. he lied to John. I mean, I'm annoyed that he went back and did that again, but like pretty his stupid. Character doesn't bother. And me. then he's upset they're making him leave. Like well, you're lucky they didn't take you to the train tracks, bub. Yeah. I don't like these girls hanging out at the ranch either. These chicks need to hit it. Oh, the bunkhouse. Yes, I don't like yeah. it. They're all annoying to me. All of them. The girls. Even even the butchy one. <laughs> Teeter. Yeah. How do you not like Teeter? But she That's actually her voice. I don't know. But I she actually works it. there though. She's not just like a groupie. Yeah, yeah. she kind of fits in more. So the other two are just. Didn't they meet them at the rodeo and mm-hmm. they came back with them? Yeah, they're just like living there. Mm. And the one's like making her way through everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even old dude. She started with Lloyd. And now she's with Walker, <laughs> which is what caused that <laughs> whole riff. So do you? Are you guys on the same wavelength as me that you think? Jamie's dad set up the hit on them and Jamie doesn't know about it? Mm, I don't know yet. I didn't think that, but... That's where I think Jamie's dad knows that guy from prison, the guy that set the whole thing up, Mm -hmm. and he's the one that set up the hit on the Duttons, but I don't think Jamie knew about it. Mm. It just seems like it would take a lot of money to do that, and I don't think he has any. Maybe he owed him a favor from prison. Maybe. You know... Could be. Yeah. You know? Could be. Did that sound good in your headphones, Jess? It did. Did you get a? Did you, did you understand what I was saying with that? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'm just, you know, see yeah. the listeners now. I'm not really digging Casey this season so far. Oh, really? No. I like him more. Than, I never liked Casey. I like him more this season. I don't season, like his but... hair. And then he's just like so like... Oh, you're talking about his looks. Well, that and he's so like, I don't know, like emotional in this one. I think he finally is like all in with the family. Because before he yeah. had like one foot out the door. Now he's all in. But now you got freaking Monica. Well, she went back to the reservation. I just, she needs to either commit or don't, okay? Yeah. Either you're in the family. Look, I'm all about the family. I'm like Vin Diesel. Family. Well, she did watch her like eight-year-old son shoot somebody. Saving her <laughs> if I know, she... That was badass. That would See? Be pretty, that's what I'm saying. But that'd still be pretty traumatic for her and the kid. Well, you know what? When you're in a family like that, you gotta do things. But remember, she didn't want to really be in it to begin with, so... Well, she shouldn't have come back then. She should have stayed uh, whoring around at the college. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all in, dude. I could be a Dutton. <laughs> I'm committed like Rip. Be a Dutton. That's what I'm saying. You definitely would not be a Rip. <laughs> no, no, I said I'm committed like Rip. You'd be some. You'd be like a Jimmy. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I would be a family member. Mm-hmm. Just which which you'd, member you'd would the, I be? He'd be the guy that cooks the food, the cook. No, I, that, he's not a family member. He's a hiree. Oh you'd be Beth. Uh, I think I would. Be. I'd be the male version of Beth. I don't know if he's that badassy to be Beth. I'm pretty badass, dude. I don't know. Look at me. I, I mean, can't he see. He said he had big jugs. Huh? So. <laughs> Sorry, I heard I jugs. Said you said you had big jugs. Does Beth have big jugs? Yeah, they're always out. Yeah. Yeah, but a, a fine, a they're fine not huge, tuned push-up bra can really. Yeah. Tricky. I don't know. I, I think she still has pretty big boobs, especially for me and having a smaller frame like she does. I think she's great. I kind of like that old lady that's come on that's like the... You would like that lady. Yeah, would be you. The board member from whatever. You'd be the lady that tries to come to the town and change everything. She's like the older Beth. <laughs> like, hey, I hate her voice, though. I just want Beth to punch her in the face. I just like their, like, when they talk to each other, it's funny. Mm. I'm all... Uh, Beth, I like Beth. Who's your favorite character? It used to be uh, Casey, wasn't it? It was. It's probably Rip still. Mm. What about you, Jess? Rip. Rip. I don't like this. I kid. like his backstory and stuff. Yeah. Kinda. Poor guy. Not digging yeah. the new kid at the moment. Uh, he's just a young yeah. punk. He's the he's probably what Rip yeah. was, was like. So that's why Rip likes him. Yeah, we'll see. I like how Rip talks to him. I'm gonna start talking to my kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you're useless and <laughs> little fucker. <laughs> you he try looks it. familiar from like something else, but I'm not sure what. The kid. Yeah. Oh. I never seen him. I ain't never seen that boy. I still don't like Jamie. I think Jamie's going to have a, a character change in this season. I think he's going to find out that his dad set all this up, and then mm-hmm. he's going to tell John. And that's going to be his way back into the family. We'll see. But Beth's never going to like him. Rightfully no. so. But no. That kind of annoys me, but I don't know. That she it's doesn't like, like him? Yeah, like goes out of her way. and I get it, but like at the same time, it's kind of annoying. It is a bit much. You know, yeah. I mean, they were both kids when it happened. It wasn't like he made this decision when he was 35. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I can see why she's upset. And she's the character that takes a hard stance. She does take a hard stance. She's like me. Yeah. She piss her off. Look out. Yeah. Talking to you, <laughs> sir. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you got anything else? Was that it? Uh, I did watch Red Notice. And? I thought it was funny. It was okay. I mean, it's what I thought it was going to be. Really? I didn't think it was as funny as it should have been. I thought it was pretty good. Did you see it, Jess? Yes, I did. I thought it was funny, too, but like Josh, I, I feel like we've seen this movie several times. Agreed. Yeah, it's just like, kind of one of those you just put on to laugh and watch and I don't know. I was disappointed. 
I just knew from the beginning. I was like, this is how this is going to play out. Like, I've seen this shit a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it because Ryan Reynolds is in it. And he's the same Ryan Reynolds that he is in everything. But he was like felt watered down to me. I think it's because it was a PG-13 movie. Oh, could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I watched uh, A Boy Called Christmas. We watched that on Thanksgiving. You watched mm-hmm. A Boy Called Christmas on, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's a new Netflix movie. It's pretty good. Is it a cartoon? No, no. Mm-mm. Maggie oh. Smith's in it. Uh, it's pretty good. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, for a Christmas film. Oh, you saying that Christmas films can't be great films? A lot of times they are not. Yeah, they're not. I've watched <laughs> about ten real bad ones. But like I feel like they're getting better. Like the Netflix ones aren't terrible. The quality's better. It's still the yeah. same kind of corny storyline. but Not as bad as like the Hallmark uh, Lifetime ones that are really bad. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's about it. That's it? Mm-hmm. I was riveting. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jess? What have you been up to? Um, So I saw Ghostbusters. In theaters, of course. In theaters. Do you just live there? Yeah. She you, secretly owns it. Do you really? No. She got it real cheap through the pandemic. I she just not. Lives, She lives up in the projector booth. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't go to really that many movies. You guys just don't ever go at all. It's like three or four times a week, Jess. You're at the movies. Yeah, why are you down by it? Let's just be honest. You like the theater? There's nothing wrong with that. I do like the theater. Mm-hmm. And the movie was awesome. Was Paul like, Rudd great? Yeah. He's basically Rick Moranis' character in the original Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be good. I'd like Paul Rudd. Is this it's like really a, good. Is it a remake or is it like a continuation? It's a continuation it? and like the original Ghostbusters are in it. Like, except Harold Ramis. He passed away a few years back. They're in it a lot or they're just like making an appearance? They make an appearance. Like it's kind of towards the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, now I don't even need to watch it. So Dan Aykroyd's still around? Yeah. Damn. Like alive? Yeah. You just don't see him much anymore. He's got that vodka company. Oh. It seems like a lot of people know. do that. They start these alcohol companies when they are done acting. And it's, then, it comes yeah. in the skull, the crystal skull vodka mm. or something it's called. Is it good? I never had it. Oh. Felicia had it. Hmm. Remember? No? Mm. Mm. I remember her talking about it in the group. I didn't realize thing. it was his. Yeah. Vodka. I only know that because he went on Joe Rogan promoting it. Oh. Mm. Sorry, Jess. Oh, that's cool. Um, I saw like like that's his actual family business. Like they delve into the supernatural. That's like how the movie came about. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did we talk about that before? I feel like Maybe we did. I think it was on that the movies that made us. Yeah, I think that's he what talked it was. About it on that. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Liar. Yeah. So I saw that, and then um, I watched Hawkeye, the new. Is it a series? Series. Yeah. Is that good? It's good. God damn it. I got so many series I got to watch in January. You guys may not hear from me for like months once January rolls around. Ooh. <laughs> oh my. We still have to record. Is it before or after uh, Black Widow eats it? After. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. It's good, though. It's really good. Um, I also watched Central Intelligence. With The Rock and, and Kevin Hart? <laughs> yeah. I forgot how funny that movie was. Dude, those two together are, are great. Oh, yeah. God. Kevin Hart's so freaking funny in that one. Like, oh, my God. Have you seen his new series on Netflix? It's like, I think it's a serious show. Mm-mm. I, ha- I saw, like, the preview for it. It's got Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Who looks old as shit. I know. Well, I guess does. he is pretty old, huh? Yeah. The Snipes. Um, 
What else did I watch? Oh, I watched the Santa Claus one and two. Damn, dude, you're just knocking them out. Those are good. Those are classics. I wanted wanted to watch some Christmassy stuff, and we watched The Grinch, like the 1960s. Oh, the cartoon? Cartoon. I don't like that one. That's the best one. No. I love it. Jim Carrey's is the best one. Yeah, the original's the best. The new one is just not great. I haven't seen it. He's like not even the Grinch. He's just some old curmudgeon. He reminds me of you. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch the Muppet like Christmas the Carol? Either. I haven't yet. It's oh, a good one. It's a good. I will. There's like a list that I watch every year. I'm like, I have to watch these. I watched Christmas Vacation too. You yeah. already watched that? I, I wait till yeah. later in the season for that one. I watched it. I usually too. watch it always like on Thanksgiving Day or like mm. right after. Nice. I think that's it for me. We've also been crushing the Christmas movies, and most of them have been bad, but Love Hard was good. I thought it was good. We watched that. We watched uh, Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and um, what's the other gal's, that gal's name? I forget her name. Not important, but that movie did not age well. I, uh, is that the one where he was like real dorky as a kid? And fat. Oh, God. I haven't seen that forever. Yeah, there's a lot of um, early 2000s slang that would not be very acceptable today. Oh. In that movie. <laughs> is there? Yeah, there's a lot of it. I was mm. like, wow. Um, I don't have a list. I didn't write one. What else? Did I, oh, I, did, I just did an episode with um, Elm Street. We did Urban Legend, which I haven't watched that movie since I was a kid. I forgot how much I liked that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Do you remember the premise of it and who the killer is? No, I just remember the dog in the microwave. Oh, that's it? It's like the only thing I remember about it. It was actually really good. I forgot how much I liked that movie. It was one that I came out. I have seen that. You've never seen Urban Legend? It's old. Uh-uh. <gasps> my arm looks really big on the screen, doesn't it, Seth? Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. What, do you have like a magnifying thing lens on here? Yeah, I got buff. I got the rock filter on here. Um... It's like mid nineties, isn't it? It was right after um, Scream, because ah. it was like Scream. I know you did last summer, and Urban Legend were like the three mm. right there. We need to do that. It's way better than uh, I know you did last summer. It's more like gory and stuff, isn't it? Uh, not really, but the kills. There's like a lot of kills. Yeah, it's good. We should definitely do it. But that episode for Elm, my guest spot with Elm Street, that should be out. I think it's out already. I already listened to it. So it had to have been out. You know, because I like to sit around and listen to myself talk. I know. When other people start talking, I fast forward through it. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, that's it. I, and a bunch of Christmas. We, I mean, we've watched a ton of Christmas movies. I'm at like two... I'm in almost uh, 360 movies for almost, my movie competition. Almost one Damn. a day. Yeah, dude. I'm up like 33 movies at this point, but I'm really going to put the dagger in during these... Oh, we watched a new Home Alone movie. Did you guys see that? No, it was a terrible... <sighs> it's actually not terrible i feel like that's a movie they should have just left alone um it's not so as macaulay culkin makes an appearance in it right uh if i heard something no, about no, no, he no, like it's makes butch. a cameo it's butch oh the uh, brother buzz 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 buzz, buzz is in it <laughs> butch. butch is from uh back to the future right that's butch mm, i don't know isn't that right now i'm not sure uh <clears throat> Not, yeah, I can't remember either. Is that the big guy? I don't think it is. There's Biff. Oh, it's Biff. 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 Yeah. I clearly have no fucking clue. I don't know where Butch is coming from. (laughs) It was when I saw my arm on this thing. I was thinking. Real Butch Butch. looking. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. It's weird. I hate the kid in it. I hate him. Is it just a straight remake of the old one? No, not at all. No. It's like uh, this kid steals something from his family and then they go on vacation and the family tries to get it back. 
So the ro- you're actually more with the robbers in this one than you are the kid. But the kid is just like this little jerk. Jerk! Because there's already, what, four Home Alones? This would be the fifth one? This might be the sixth one. That's too many. The Look first what two. you did, you little jerk. Yeah. You did, you little jerk. Like the first two are good, but after that, it got kind of... Hmm. You don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm offended. You are not. Yes, I am. No. You can't tell me when I am and I'm not offended. Shh. Yes, sir. All right, that's it. Let's jump into getting lit and talk shit. Scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode is a stir up echoes. Seth, this was your pick for a very bacon Christmas. I think I feel safe saying this is none of our first watches, right? Correct? We've all Correct. seen this? Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. I love this movie. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. But what made you pick this riveting film? I don't know. It just popped in my head when we said Kevin Bacon and horror movies. Really? Yeah. Hmm. There's actually not a lot to choose from. I was surprised. I thought there'd be mm-hmm. more movies, but I guess it doesn't help. We've already done Tremors and we already did Friday the 13th. Yeah. I guess we should have thought that through a little bit before we did this, but. Well, we've almost knocked them all out then. We'll never have to do another Kevin Bacon movie. Right. Unless we want to re-review that new one. I'd watch that again. Ugh, I don't know. His body in this one versus his body and uh, <laughs> we should have left is like, I, wow. I made a couple notes throughout about that. In his defense, <laughs> it's like 23 years later. So yeah. I mean, That's like, true. But he doesn't like, have really, any... he doesn't look terrible for his age at all. No. <laughs> it made you rethink your comments on his previous, um, your body shaming episode you did, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Do you remember the first time you watched this movie, Seth? No, I just remember watching. I mean, it, I don't think it was when it came out, but it was not too long after, probably. Mm. What about you, Jess? I was young. Yeah. Like, I think I was like 11 or 12, like probably too young to be watching it, honestly. <laughs> Same. I had it on VHS. And I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, me too. I, it freaked me out, honestly. And that one jump scare scene, that it still got me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like the effects in it aren't bad. For being 99, that's actually it's still holds pretty well. That was really good, wasn't it? You no. can tell me. Go ahead. Yeah, it was great. Thank you me. should really go into acting. Do you think so? Yeah. I could be like a ghost actor. Like, well, I'm really good at playing ghosts. Well, with the way you look, you'd have to be like a character actor. Or a hand. I could be a hand guy. Yeah. Yeah. You always have to be in costume. Mm. <laughs> sure, I could do that. <laughs> Uh, our, our characters, Kevin Bacon plays Tom. Zachary David Cope plays his son, Jake. His wife, Maggie, is played by Catherine Erb. Do you guys recognize her from anything else? She looks familiar. She's got one of those faces. Mm-hmm. You just think you you think you know her, but you don't. I mean, if you had to pick a mom in 1999, like the look of it, that is it. She's the mom. Just that is she oh, looks yeah. so 90s. Mm. It's it's all pretty pretty 90s there. Uh, Lisa, that's Maggie's sister, is played by Eilina Douglas. Uh, I've I'm, definitely seen her and stuff. I'm trying yeah. to think of what I saw her in. I don't know. She's definitely been in stuff. She got one of those faces that you just don't forget. And her voice. And I feel like she always plays that kind of bubbly, like uh-huh. goofy person. And then Frank is played by Kevin Dunn. Frank is one of the neighbors. The director's David Cope. He also did Secret Window, Premium Rush, Mordecai, and You Should Have Left. Seth, your favorite Kevin Bacon oh, movie. And Secret Window. You Should Have Left. The budget was $12 million, and the box office was $21.1 million. Hey, I just found out recently that in that, they don't include... Um, marketing costs so even if a movie shows that it made money it really may not have made money because they Mm. don't include marketing costs in the budget because that happens after the 
<gasps> Excuse me. That happens after the oh, movie's made. So the budget's just what it costs to make the movie. Yeah, so like oh. marketing costs and all that stuff isn't played into that. So I thought you'd be interested by that. You can tell me how interesting That is, is interesting. Thank you. It's making me hard. Okay. Feels like he's at a doctor's exam, people. Yeah. Jess, you want to read the synopsis? After being hypnotized by his sister-in-law, a man begins seeing haunting visions of a girl's ghost, and a mystery begins to unfold around him. You did a great job. Thank you. Pull over. Scene one, opening scene. While taking a bath, Jake talks to no one as his dad, Tom, gets him out of the bathtub. When Tom goes to get his jammies, he asks the ghost, does it hurt to be dead? Maggie and her sister Lisa tell Tom and Maggie she's pregnant. He is not happy. Tom's going to work overtime, give up his band, and promises to improve his career. After putting Jake to bed, the three adults hit a next-door neighbor's party, taking the child monitor with them. We meet the neighbors. Maggie gets congratulatory hugs, and Tom hangs out outside with the baby monitor, listening to Jake sleep. A small group remain as drunk Tom talks Lisa into hypnotizing him. Tom snaps out of it, sweaty and crying. Lisa tells him he's part of the 8% that can go freaky under. She put a uh, safety pin into his hand and asked him to bleed on one side and not the other, which apparently he did. Frank, the obnoxious neighbor, makes fun of Tom, and Tom wants to leave. Later, Tom can't sleep, thinking about earlier. Uh, he and Maggie begin to have sex. Tom starts to see visions of a girl's fingernails breaking, blood splattering all over the floor as a tooth slides across the floor in the blood. Uh, he makes Maggie stop having sex with him. He tells her that he felt like she was attacking him. In the bedroom, or I'm sorry, in the bathroom, Tom's mouth is bleeding and he pulls his tooth out only to find that he really didn't pull his tooth out. So he was uh, having a, a dream or envisioning this. Downstairs, Tom sits down and when he leans back, a girl's next to him reaching toward him and asks, you can see me, can't you? Tom freaks out, sees Jake on the steps and says, you're awake now, daddy, touching Tom's head. Whew, that's a lot going on in the first five minutes of the movie i want to live in this neighborhood no you don't aside from the murders it looks like fun i thought the same thing I was like, oh, they like go like... to this big ass house party yeah did you really think this looked like a fun neighborhood yeah they're always like partying all the time oh reminded yeah. me of like a real cheap blue collar neighborhood that would be around like a ford or a chevy plant in detroit maybe or G- i guess it'd be a they're GM in chicago plant. but is that where they're at mm-hmm. okay yeah no, i have no desire to live in this neighborhood oh I was thinking that the whole time. I thought they did a really great job of making this look very like a blue collar family. Mm-hmm. It's like the dad work. He doesn't work at a factory though. He's like a he's a telephone person. But then he says, "I cut wire all day." Like, what the fuck does that mean? He must wire the telephone poles or something because we see him on there later talking on the phone. He like makes a call. <laughs> yeah, from the phone pole. How weird was that? Yeah, super weird. I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Really. He knows her number by heart. Who does? Who like knows that shit? Oh, anymore? I think then a lot of people probably knew a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, numbers. I knew a lot of numbers yeah. back then. Did you mm-hmm. name one? No, because you can't. <laughs> but back then, not now. <laughs> Excuse me, I apologize. Um, this was one of the reasons I was happy to quit playing music because I this is what I did not want to be. Is one of these guys, these oh. old dudes that are like, oh, I got my band gig. Your gig. Want to know part um, of it. Because he was like, I'm not uh, extraordinary or whatever anymore. Yeah, he was just like, you're down. Like, I don't know. I just, I was like, eh. I actually, I remember the exact moment. Abby and I went to watch one of my coworkers' bands play. And I was like, I do not want to be that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm done. That was it. Hmm. Some people like to hang on to it. So that had me. That, that was tugging at my heartstrings. You know yeah. what I mean? But nobody wants to watch old ass Kevin Bacon play guitar. True. 
Would Jess, could you imagine leaving your kid at home to go to a house party across the street? No. Nah, not a chance. Mm-mm. You would. I could see you doing that. Back then? I don't know. Mm-mm, never. But you're also a helicopter parent. You think so? Yeah. Mm. I've been told that by multiple people. I mean, they were literally across the street. You don't know what could happen? For God's sake. No Too way. many things could happen. Like if it's if it's a little baby, they could roll over and suffocate or mm. something. Well, yeah, but bigger, they can get out of the crib. They can like wander the house, fall on a knife. That's <laughs> like, what the baby so monitors for. And he didn't even have a video. Like I have video monitors. He didn't even have a video monitor. They didn't have that back then. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be leaving. Hmm. Nope, not, not a chance. Not even across the street. Like, uh, well, no. not that you're not like how old Willow is now. But if they were like ten. That kid was not 10. He was maybe eight. Mm, I don't think so. He's anyway. probably maybe Lucy's age. Probably not, though. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I was thinking like six or something like that. See, we're on the same page, Seth. Okay. I'm just sitting here, ju- <laughs> I'm just sitting here judging you. Dude, that tooth. I hate seeing fingernails break, and I hate seeing teeth get pulled out. Uh, the fingernail part <laughs> was worse. Yeah. The fingernail. I it was that. the fingernail for me. It like, makes my mouth hurt. Mm-hmm. Like check my teeth. I was doing it as I was watching. I was like checking my teeth with my tongue. I, okay, that one's not loose. Mm. Yeah. The hypnosis scene was cool, though. Eh. I like that movie theater part. That was cool. I really, I, that's like what I said to you. I think that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Really? And then when he's yeah. dreaming and you see him in the chair, like floating. Okay. Oh, it's so creepy. Yeah, it's just creepy. I guess I would have want, I wanted to see, cause they'd say all this stuff that happens that he did, but we didn't get to see any of it. So I, I would have liked to have seen that. I just liked how she was like, as she was saying it, like the stuff was happening, like the walls turned black and mm. then, you know, I just thought it was a cool mm. scene. That's true. Well, cause we're from his perspective, mm-hmm. I guess. So it makes sense why they yeah. did it that way. I didn't hate it. Uh, and this is the the part with the jump scare where he leans back and the girl's right there. That freaking yeah. used to creep me out so bad. That got me. Did it get you, Jess? It did. I like when he like goes back and tries to like recreate it. <laughs> he keeps like turning the TV off and like sitting back and there's nothing there. <laughs> uh, he tries. That would creep me the hell out. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You want to know if you were like dreaming or seeing shit or. Well, especially after that, because you'd be like, okay, am I still like hypnotized or what? You know, is it the shrooms? What is it? You think they were microdosing? I don't know. Mm. She's still creepy looking to me, too. I was like, is this going to be cheesy because it's like 1999? But I still think like. Oh, the girl? Like you said, it holds up. Yeah. Yeah, she's creepy. She's, um, I guess I should have noted her. She was on House and she's in that one show, um, a. The uh, fairy tale one on, was on ABC. What's that called? Enchanted uh, or something. Uh, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was on for a long time. It wasn't Enchanted. Was it Once Upon a Time or something yes. like that? Yeah, yeah. That's I think it. that's it. You did a great job. Your memory is second to none. Not usually. Scene two. All these thoughts just kept coming, but Tom didn't. The next morning, Maggie and Tom discuss his visions and the woman he saw last night on the couch. Tom calls Lisa from a telephone pole she tells him that she opened a door that's all it releases repressed memories back at the house jake talks to again no one obviously a ghost while maggie tries to find a babysitter jake tells her to call vanessa and ask about debbie he tells her that samantha told him to say that tom answers the door 
He sees Red as Debbie introduces herself. Maggie shows her around the house. Tom acts weird as he sees Red every time he looks at Debbie. Frank and Tom discuss high school football as Frank drools over young girls as they walk to a high school football game. Tom is distracted by red lights as they walk into... They're not even in the arena yet, but they're outside of the arena. Back at the house, Debbie's startled by Jake talking into the monitor, talking about Debbie... So he's talking about her and she can hear him. Jake tells Debbie that it's always dark where Samantha is. He tells her that he talks to Samantha all the time in this house. Debbie calls him a liar and then uh, takes Jake. Tom senses something's wrong with Jake and runs home to an empty house. Signs lead him to a train station where Debbie's mother works. Debbie tells two police officers that her sister Samantha was kidnapped and they haven't heard from her. Jake saw her in their house. Debbie shows them a picture of Samantha, and she is the girl that Tom saw on his couch. As they leave the train station, Tom tells Maggie that that's the girl he'd seen the night before. Dude, Tom is like a total creep in this scene. If I were a babysitter and went there to watch this kid and he was acting like that, yeah. I would have left. Same. Yeah, he looked like all sweaty and like, he just looked weird. And he kept like looking at her all mm. weird, like kind of rapey. Yeah. I feel like you'd let Kevin Bacon rape you, though. Maybe then. In this scene? Yeah. Only if he had his pickaxe? Yeah. Yeah. No shirt. Maybe he'd have to rip his shirt off first. Do you think that tattoo on his back is real or was it put on there for the movie? Probably for the movie. Do you think so? That's what I thought. It looked like the Godsmack son. Do you guys remember Godsmack? (laughs) Yes. I have a note here. I love how in movies people have to throw their head back real hard when they take pills so you know they're taking pills. I actually made that note too where he's like... (laughs) I was like, I don't ever do that. I don't think. I don't think people do this. Is that what you do, Jess? I can see you being a real hard pill taker. Uh, maybe because I don't like swallowing pills. Like, like it's it's not easy for me. Yeah, <laughs> At least like bigger that. ones, like vitamins, stuff like that. Like big I have old, a hard time with it. Big old horse pills. Yeah. Were your guys' high school football games this serious? No. No. no I was like, what the fuck? I-, I thought it was so weird that they were going. But like... If- I don't know. But if it's like in Chicago, I mean, the school probably has like several thousand kids. So mm. that might be more like that, maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, they were going because the, the neighborhood's kids all play, I think, right? Yeah. One of, what's his face? His son was like the quarterback or something. It seemed really mm. late, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it kind of did. Because Jake was in bed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It seemed like they were going. This is like. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess when LeBron James was in high school, people they had to play like arenas, so that would I don't think this was that big, but no, I don't know. Seemed a little big to me, too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out here we just got the football field and the cornfield, and you walk right through the little gate and you're in, mm. sneak in, get Be- you the chicken sandwich. Yeah, sounds good. Chicken patty sandwich. <laughs> no man, shredded chicken, <laughs> chicken patty sandwich. But that would be creepy to hear that on the baby monitor, like. That whole thing is creepy. Like he's talking to somebody. I'd be like, uh, I'm just going to call the police. <laughs> yeah, but he was talking like specifically about her sister, though. Right, but before that, he uh, he was like, oh, she's downstairs, I think. I haven't uh, seen her yet. Like, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That would be weird, though, because they're new to the neighborhood, and he's seen her in the house. And he's like telling her that. I don't know mm-hmm. how I would react in that situation. I may have done the same thing. Plus, you're supposed to think she's a high school kid, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because at first you're like, God, this girl's crazy. But then you're like, oh, okay, maybe not. No, she's not crazy. <laughs> right. She has a legitimate reason for acting the way she acted. Yeah. Scene three, Jake knows something. Maggie and Tom question Jake about talking with Samantha as Jake hums, paint it black. I think that's the name of that song. 
Isn't it by the Rolling Stones? I think so. That song gets played a lot in this movie. Uh, Jake says, don't ask the boy any more questions. Then his voice gets super deep and he says, talk to me. Tom freaks out as Maggie pushes, uh, pushes Jake to change his voice again. After Tom gets crazy, Jake tells him he doesn't want to talk about it anymore because it scares mommy. Maggie and Jake go to bed, and Tom uh, fails to recreate the jump scare scene from earlier back on the couch. The group go to a block party. Tom asks the guys about Samantha. They tell him she ran away. Larry tells Tom that he just bought their house, and Tom's family is the first tenants that he's had. Maggie tells Lisa that Tom's not going to work. He sleeps all day and is on the verge of getting fired. Tom wakes up on the couch. Maggie and Jake went to the park. He finds Frank in his living room saying, they're going to kill you. Tommy you and Maggie both Frank sits up on the step uh, Tom's worried about Frank says he's going to find his wife Sheila Tom arrives at Frank's house to find his son Adam with a gun he shoots himself and rubs blood all over his face Tom wakes up on the couch from a dream he's basically in the exact same scene we just saw but it's obviously hasn't happened yet he finds the same note from Maggie uh, this time he doesn't find Frank in the house so he decides to walk down to Frank's house recreating a step seeing exactly what he saw during his dream he hears a gunshot inside and then he finds Adam bleeding on the floor and screams for help ambulances arrive as the neighborhood watch uh, Adam be put into the back of an ambulance dude how did Maggie not hear his voice change Jake's I, voice changed. I, I almost missed it. Like I heard it and I was like, what the fuck was that? Because I think I was looking down typing. Oh. It was creepy. It was creepy and quick. Yeah, I was like, the fuck? But she it was acted, fucking creepy. Well, she acted like it didn't even happen. I'm like, it definitely happened. I know. And then I that whole sequence pissed me off so bad because she kept like talking over him. And I'm like, <laughs> why can't you just let him talk for a second? Like, obviously the kid wasn't that, he wasn't freaked out. Right. I agree. Like if he was like crying and shaking and shit, I would have been like, okay, leave him alone. But he wasn't. He was just sitting there. I'm like, will she stop fucking talking right now? <laughs> That's funny because I have the same note. I have God, Maggie, shut the fuck up already. Oh my God, I was so annoyed. Yeah. I could tell. Did she? She got you worked up. I was pissed. Yeah, that was an I'm annoying like, shut the scene. Shut the fuck up and let him talk for a second. Obviously, your kid's voice just changed to like a demonic tone. Like, why yeah. are you fucking concerned about this? <laughs> She just wouldn't shut up. Even if his voice hadn't changed like it did, the shit he was saying was still worrisome. Yeah. I agree with you. That's... Yeah, neighborhood's having another party. Yeah, but even <laughs> during this party, I'm like, these adults are acting so sketchy about this girl. It's like, clearly, they knew something. The one dude especially, not Tom, but the other one. Uh, Larry? Yeah. That's the guy he with was, the mustache. Yeah, he was really suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Frank wasn't there much. Uh-uh. He came in toward the end and then he got mad at the other guy for using the R word. Yeah. Yes. But um, I thought they were acting very suspicious. Yeah. I don't know it how was he like didn't. Immediately, like when he was asking them about it, they were like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's on to us. Fuck. Yeah, but when you think about it, like, yeah, other than you know where we find out where the body is, like that would be kind of weird, though, right? Because he, they're new to the neighborhood. Mm. They just moved in. That happened before they moved in. Yeah. And then he's asking about this girl, which I guess. But then I think he tells them uh, they used her sister to babysit yeah. or something. But he so. was like creepy about the way he talked about. It. He's like, oh, I've been thinking about her a lot. Like, okay, I like, guess. Yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of weird. I don't know. Those dudes, though, I was like, man, these guys are very, very poor at hiding. Yeah. And I don't know why they said she was slow and all that. Because, like, when we see her later, like, she seems fine to me. Like, 
Mm. I didn't get that either. I was like, what are they talking about? They didn't really carry that through if that was what it was supposed to be. (laughs) I'm guessing that's what the kids told the dads about the girl. Oh, maybe. Because she, I mean, she just seemed like a loner, like somebody didn't have a lot of friends. That's what the vibe I got. Yeah, maybe like nerdy or something, but yeah, I don't know. Nerds rule the world now, Seth. I know. Welcome to 2021. Like Jess said, that didn't carry through if it was supposed to. I think that Mm -hmm. was supposed to be what the kids told the parents, which is, I'm guessing, not that I'm justifying what they did, but that's how they were like, that's probably what they told their dads. Like, oh, Maybe. well, she's this. She's slow. She that makes more sense. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. And what are these pills that he keeps aggressively taking? Is it just like aspirin or something? That's what I thought. Okay, because he takes like three or four while they're having this conversation about I, her. I thought he had a headache. Yeah, it just seemed kind of weird. I'm guessing because she opened a mm-hmm. door. <laughs> yeah. See, now you've opened. I've opened a door, Seth. You're yeah. gonna be more responsive. Uh huh. He asked for it. You know. He did. No. Yeah. K-Bake. K-Bake. No, he definitely asked for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't buy into this stuff either. I'm, I, w- I would have been like him. Like, this shit does not work. Right. Have you ever been hypnotized? Mm-mm. Never? Jess, no. have you? No. No. Do you think it works? Probably. Do you think I mean, so? for some people, they say, like, have you ever seen where they advertise that they can hypnotize you and you'll stop smoking? I have seen that. Yeah, people legit go do that. I, just, I don't buy into I don't think mm-hmm. it would work. I've seen him do it at the fair, and I'm like, there's no way this is... Okay, maybe not at the fair, but I'm sure there's, like, some professional people that do it. Mm-hmm. All right. I did watch the movie. I think it movie. can work for some people. I don't think it works for everybody. Like, just like she says, oh, you're one of the, what, 8% or yeah. something? Well, I think you probably have to believe it works for it to work. Like, if like yeah. me going into it thinking it's not going to work, likely it probably won't work. Right. But, like, somebody who thinks it works or wants it to work, I could see how it could, I guess. Um, I watched the movie Hypnotic on Netflix. It's a Kate Siegel movie, and she gets hypnotized, but he like screws with her hardcore, kind of like this. <sighs> so maybe it works. I don't know. The whole like Adam death thing was pretty. He didn't die, did he? Well, getting shooting himself like that whole oh. where he like sees it first and then it happens. That was yeah, one. yeah. He's like wiping the blood on his face. It was just weird because like the <laughs> Frank part, weird. Frank part wasn't there in the you know when it really happened, which of course we see later. Oh, so that right. kind of throws you a little bit. You're like, well, what did he see then? You know, mm, that's yeah. true. I'm with you. I like where your head's at. And at this part, I'm like, oh god, they're gonna think he's like up to something because like he just happened to be there when Adam shoots himself. He's asking about this missing girl. Like, mm-hmm. that's true. But his saving grace was that the male lady saw him, right? And she saw him break the window to go mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. However, if this movie were made today in 2021, it wouldn't be an hour and 28 minutes. It would be two hours and 40 minutes. And then they would pl- he would have got arrested. Mm-hmm. He would have had to have gotten mm-hmm. a lawyer. Yeah. He would have had to go into court. That's why movies... Yeah, movies yeah they just, just kind of glazed over it after that. It was like, well, it happened. and That's what they should do. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. I'm here for the scares. I'm not here for the plot. <laughs> I figured out that his mom, mm-hmm. um, Sheila... Yeah. Is from Fifty First Dates. Who is she in that? She's Alexa, the one that they can't figure out if it's a guy or a girl. That like feeds the oh, fish and stuff. That's Adam's mom. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, I guess I could kind of see it. I don't know. I've never. I think I've seen that movie once. What? Yeah. Fifty First Dates. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I know. I need to watch it. I never was a huge Adam Sandler fan until recently. Oh, I love Adam Sandler. That's a good movie, though. You're a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scene four, Maggie and Jake's Scottish adventure. 
Maggie takes Jake on a walk, ending in a cemetery where officers salute a grave while bagpipes play. One of the officers turns and waves to Jake. Jake and Maggie walk uh, away, and the man follows them through the graves. The man tells Maggie that the boy has an eye on him. X-ray. Not her, though. Possibly the dad. She gives uh, she gives her his card. That's not right. He gives her his card and tells her to have Tom call him or come by later. He then says bye to Jake, and Jake knows his name is Neil. Back at the house, Maggie leaves for a movie. Jake tell, uh, shows Tom a song on the guitar, ignoring her. Maggie actually went to Neil's. We get a jump scare in an alley before she finds Neil's door. He tells her she has to leave as people behind him yell to shut the door. He tells her that he's a uh, that Tom is a receiver now. He can't stop it. He can't slow it down. It's like being in a tunnel, but it's coming way too fast. Neil asks her if he knows what the ghost wants yet. She asked him for something. She's probably getting more and more pissed off when he's not doing it. He has to do her thing or she'll never go away. Back at the house, Maggie takes a bath. We get a jump scare of Samantha behind her, but Maggie can't see her. Only we can. Samantha puts her hand in Maggie's water and that water gets ice cold. Tom looks through CDs for the song Jake played on the guitar while Sam turns Jake's TV to the mummy. Maggie goes downstairs to light the hot water heater because she thinks it went out, making her water cold. She finds that it's already lit. Samantha turns the light off and we see Jake unplug the TV, which stays on. Tom sees visions of their house during renovations prior to them living in it. He finds Sam's coat and then sees her again. She moves the she moves in like a claymation, like the ring type slow moving thing that was pretty popular back then in movies. Um, she reaches him, then they're like reaching out to each other. Maggie walks up to find Tom standing standing in the living room, reaching out to no one. She touches him and he snaps back to life. Uh, and then takes like a deep breath. And we see that nobody's in the room with him. Cut. Well, I think I'm going to start saying cut. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Jess, this movie during this part gave me like modern day, the shining vibes. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. There's a fun I fact think... about that. Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. God, I'm on it. Huh? I'm like fun fact, Josh. No. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. <laughs> I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it also, um, I don't know why I think just because of her movements, it made me think of house on haunted Hill when, Oh God, I forgot about that one. They're like in the, I don't know if they're in the basement of it or what, but, uh, there's like that doctor yeah. or whatever. And like glitches all creepy like that. Mm-hmm. I think they did that. Well, I know they did that a lot cause they do it in the garage. They do it in the ring mm-hmm. and then obviously in this, but that still creeps me out seeing people move like that. That's creepy. There's also a fun fact about that. Oh, wow. Sheesh. I told you. Yeah. I got a new nickname <laughs> here, kids. But that seriously, it made me think of The Shining a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't mm. get it out. I'm not used to recording this early. Yeah. Maggie is so 90s in this scene when they're in the cemetery. Why would she do? Just the way she looks. Like I feel like my mom had that same outfit. Maybe hair. she is your mom. <laughs> Maybe. The necklace definitely if anything did it for her like i don't know that tight like choker style Mm -hmm. like necklace those are back in i hear oh they are they are yeah as long as puka shells don't make a return oh god i think they're on the verge i don't think it took away from the movie though no it just makes me kind of reminiscent of the era makes you tear up and cry yeah but it was creepy how the cop followed them and then he's like have daddy give me a call it's like (laughs) it's a weird way to say it like it's a little weird. He didn't. You would think he would know the guy's name, though. He knew Jake's name, right? 
and Jake knew his name. I don't know. It's for some reason it really reminded me of like the whole shining shine thing. And then that whole group of people, she goes and they like mm-hmm. won't let her in. But I can see why. Well, yeah, if they're all probably paranoid and like you know. I thought it was really funny that he was basically like, yeah, your son, he like knows what's going on, but your husband, he's kind of in the fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. right. Which he of is. <laughs> the whole flashlight thing he was talking about. You didn't like that? Yeah. I did. He's got a much brighter flashlight. Mm-hmm. He did this with his hands. Yeah. And the jump scare in the bathroom got me, even though I knew it was coming. It's that classic close the uh, mirror thing. It was cool how the whole time we can see Samantha, but Maggie cannot. Yeah. Like basically showing us that she has no, I don't want to call them powers, but basically no powers. Right. But I did think it yeah. was cool when Jake unplugs the TV and the TV stays on because mm-hmm. she's fucking with him. Yeah. I like that part too. And then he like shakes his head at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> All while Tom is sitting on, how long was he messing with these CDs? Because he was doing the CDs before she left. I mean, the whole scene was probably only five minutes. Yeah, but she left, went to the city, went to this place, came back, and he's still sitting yeah. on the floor. She takes a bath. He's still on the floor. He's obsessing over it, I think, is what we're supposed to get out of that. Well, okay, then. It did bother me that she went to the basement in bare feet to go light this thing. What's a cement floor? Ew, no. She, like, walks right past her. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Dude, I like that scene a lot. Yeah. This scene with the dirty feet. I'm big into dirty feet. You like feet. dirty feet. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like clean feet. I prefer <laughs> dirty feet. Yeah. If at all possible. Maybe if that's what you're into. All right. Scene five. Shut the door, Lisa. Tom goes to Lisa asking her to put him under again to shut the door that she opened. She puts Tom under. This time, Samantha attacks him with plastic over her face, and he sees the word dig. Tom uh, snaps out of it, chugs a Miller Lite, and tells her he has to dig. Maggie returns home from the grocery to find the refrigerator full of orange juice and a trail of dirt to the backyard where she finds Jake and Tom digging up the yard. She questions him. He tells her that he's searching, trying to answer the question of, of where it is. She is. I forget what she says. Maggie wants to call the police. He laughs at her, asking to hear what she's going to say to them. He freaks out and tells her this is his most important thing he's ever that's ever happened to him. In the house, Tom pours himself and Maggie a glass of orange juice. He ends up drinking both of them. Maggie reads a letter from her brother telling Tom, uh, telling her that her grandmother's back in the hospital. Tom tells her no. She's... And then the phone rings. Maggie finds out that her grandma actually died, realizing that Tom already knew this. Tom pisses Maggie off, telling her that he can't go to the funeral. He's right in the middle of something. Maggie takes Jake by herself to the funeral, and Tom continues to dig up the backyard. Dude, Kevin Bacon plays a really good crazy person. Oh, yeah. He does. Like, God, there were, like, several holes in the backyard. Like, he had been digging for a minute. Yeah. For sure. My biggest concern was, did he call 811 before he did all this? No, he definitely didn't. I mean, that's dangerous. Yeah, he didn't even tell his landlord. (laughs) No. You know? Surely the neighbors would see this and be like, uh. (laughs) And then he freaking, he kicks the bucket up and breaks the window. Mm -hmm. He's not a good tenant. (laughs) Not a very good tenant, especially what happens later. uh, I'm impressed, though, with the the way he played this character. I really, I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and there were no bacon titties in this scene. You were into this. Yeah. You liked him with the pickaxe, mm-hmm. just digging up the yard. Yeah. Hmm. And a w- nice, firm torso. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just nice, firm it torso. It looked firm, or you felt it, and it was firm? It was firm. Oh, wow. Okay, look at her Plus face. She's so intense. 95-inch TV she has, it would be like right, like life-size right in her face. I forgot about that. Did yeah. you watch this in 4K? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. So you could like even see like little chest hairs. Yeah, they were popping. Were they? <laughs> yeah. 
Yuck. <laughs> um, could you imagine digging up your whole backyard? No. What oh, a fucking crazy ass. There has to be a, a more efficient way to do this. Yeah, and how would you even know where to start? Like, you think this ghost would give you some kind of direction. Yeah, she's, not, you know, for her <laughs> wanting something from him, she's not very helpful. No, it's very vague. Yeah. But I like the uh, hypnosis scene again. I thought it was creepy. Mm. But yeah. It's a dig, and you're like, ooh. Ooh, it scared you? Yeah. A little bit? It's creepy. Yeah, I'm with you. How would he know where to dig at? Yeah, it's too vague. Yeah. And as we see later, he found what he was supposed to find really by accident. And what, he didn't have to dig. No. I didn't think about that. That was a kind of a plot hole. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Like she couldn't have said like wall or basement. Basement, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. basement would have been a really good start. Yeah. <laughs> Is she only allowed to give like one word, do you think? I mean, apparently. What was the first one? C? C, I think. C and then dig. Yeah. Basement would have made a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. I agree with and you. And then wall. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Basement wall. Yeah. You know, it would have saved them a lot of time. Mm-hmm. What's with the orange juice? I don't know. They never really clarify that. I think that it's supposed to make you like if you're on hallucinogens, it's supposed to make you like trip. Really? Like the acid. Yeah. It's supposed oh. to like, so I don't know if it was like enlightening him. Like when he, like the vitamin C, it's supposed to like heighten your senses. Dude, that's why I'm so aware all the time. I take so many vitamins. I take mm-hmm. so much vitamin C. Yeah. I have x-ray. I thought it was kind of strange <laughs> that she didn't like question all this juice in the fridge. She opens and she's like, oh, like if you came home and like Abby had the fridge full of orange juice, wouldn't you be like, what the fuck is going on? I see what you're saying. <laughs> but I think in light of the events, because she saw the orange juice, and then she goes outside and the whole yard's dug up. I think she, yeah. at that point she was past the orange juice. Yeah. 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 From <laughs> yeah. her point of view, he's clearly like lost it. But from, then I think from everybody's point of view, yeah. he's fucking lost it. Yeah. yeah. He's crazy. But then when he knew that the grandma died, like, I don't know how you would take that as Maggie. I feel like Maggie's not very smart, to be honest with you. I don't know. Clearly, Jake saw or was trying to communicate with him and she kept talking over him. Then she goes mm-hmm. to the park or the graveyard. I don't know why I call it a park. Uh, one man's park is another man's graveyard. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. She meets this Neil guy. He tells her all this shit. So she obviously knows something's going on. And then she sees that Tom can like predict things or knows things that nobody else knows. Like, and she's still just like not getting it. She's not on board. Yeah, she doesn't seem like shocked by it, I guess. I wasn't a big fan of Maggie. When he's like, yeah, your grandma's dead and he knew that. Then she's just like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, Snort I don't know. some Coke, do some yeah. vitamin C. <laughs> Scene six, Tom kicks the bucket into a window. See what I did there? Mm. It's clever, huh? Yeah. Tom can't get a spigot to work outside, so he goes to the basement to fix the issue. While he is in the basement, he gets a feeling and begins to chop up the floor. He hits the hardware store, renting a jackhammer and an air compressor. Frank's wife sees him carrying the items in as she walks to her car. In the basement, Tom's jack is he's jackhammering the floor, screaming and laughing as we see Larry, the landlord, looking across the street. Very confused. Maggie calls, telling Tom she's coming to get him. She'll be there in an hour. When they hang up, we see that Tom has ripped up the living room floors and has most of the basement floor torn up. Jake tells Maggie she do- he doesn't want to go home. He's afraid of the feathers. She leaves him with Lisa. Uh, he hands her her purse before she departs. Back at the house, Tom accidentally hits the wall, knocking a piece, uh, finding another wall hidden behind that wall that has a hole in it. Behind the wall, Tom finds plastic wrap, which the 
and an orange jacket, which he saw from his visions earlier, along with a skeleton wearing Sam's clothing. Tom touches her hand and has a vision from Sam's point of view. I'm just going to run through the vision real quick. Okay. Okay. So Sam, Samantha walks in front of Tom's rental as a boy stands out front telling her he has a surprise for inside Larry and Frank's sons. I forget their names. They're drinking and they tell her the surprise is that they want to be her friend. Now they take off her coat and he tells her, man, she's hot. She tells him if (laughs) she tells him that he can kiss her if she wants, if he wants to, he kisses her and starts to grope her. She asks him to quit and says she wants to go home. He tells her to be a nice girl before throwing her down, breaking breaking her tooth, as we saw in the vision, blood all over the floor. She grabs the floor, breaking her fingernail, which uh, Tom also saw in his vision. They turn on the Rolling Stones to quiet her screams and then put plastic over her face, suffocating her to death while trying to stop her from screaming. Tom wakes from the vision and heads upstairs. We see one of the boys looking through the window at him. Tom takes a visit to Frank's house. Okay. These fucking kids. Could you imagine... Having a rental house and seeing somebody mess it up that bad? No. How angry would you be? I'd be pissed. You wouldn't be happy? No. Jess, you lived in a rental for a minute. Would you tear up somebody's rental home like this? No. No? <laughs> no, there's too many um, legal implications that come along with that. Mm. But I mean, if he hadn't, he wouldn't have found her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But let's just say the story changes and nothing actually happened. Now he's stuck with all of these repairs. Mm-hmm. That'd be a hefty loss. Yeah. And his wife's pregnant. Like, you know, what do you, that's just not great. What, how long was she supposed to have been in this wall? Six months, I think. Yeah, he said he was living with this for six months. Yeah. Well, her body would have not have decayed to a skeleton in six months. Didn't it still have skin on it? I thought it did still have some. I thought it had oh, some was still. It? Yeah, like kind of falling off. In six months? Mm. It's not really being preserved in any way. It's just like sitting there. That's true. It was wrapped in plastic. So do you think it would not stink? Yeah, that was my question. You think you'd still smell it though? Well, it was in those walls. So I don't know if yeah. they cemented it in pretty well. No different than I guess like those cement graves people get put I in. I guess. I couldn't believe that they still like left his hair in her hand. <laughs> not smart. No. Like, if you don't, if you really don't want somebody to find it, even if they do, like, why the fuck wouldn't you, like, mm. take the precaution to make sure you had everything, like, cleaned up? Well, I don't know. Probably a panic situation. That's what I was yeah. thinking. They yeah. probably did it quickly. But, I mean, they left the glasses, the coat, the mm-hmm. hair on her hand. Um, it looked just like her, mm-hmm. sort of, I guess. Not really, but kind of. Yeah. Mm. I was just like, there's no way this body decay. Maybe it did. I don't know. I don't know a lot about decaying bodies. And the nail breaking. Oh, God. Hate that. Dude, I hate these kids. Oh, I know. Well, especially yeah. the one that actually did it. You think it was just the one? The other one didn't seem as, I mean, they were both bad. But the one who was like trying to rape her was pretty like fucked up. That was not Frank's son. That was Larry's son, Larry's son, right? son yeah. It's like, Jesus. It pissed me off that he was like, why did you do that? Oh, yeah. Well, placing the blame on the other kid. Yeah. Because you told him to shut her up. Like, what a bunch of losers. Just listening to your direction. And then he, <laughs> as they're like fading out or whatever, why'd you do that? And what's like so fucked up about it, like after she already fell, broke her tooth and her nail, like he was still going to like try to like bone her. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. Well, they would have had to have killed her after, too, anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, gonna... obviously she was going to tell. I mean, 
I don't know what their plan was. I hate those kids. Yeah. Especially having daughters. I'm like, oh my God. It's just gross. Yeah. Like, ugh. I have to warn them about these kind of people. And Don't go into a strange house with... <laughs> that's like, sh- there's plastic everywhere, I guess. And they'll just shoot him. Bowers kids. Yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> but I mean, I assume Face. she knew them from like school. Yeah, well, I they're assume. all in the same neighborhood, too, yeah, so I'm sure so. They, they definitely knew each other. I don't know. Mm, that made me angry. Like, I was, like, mad at the end of that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, these fucking kids. Yeah. I hope Tom goes straight Jason Voorhees on these kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Please don't. Cena, he might make it. Ooh, he might not. Whew, he grabbed my nipple. Look, it's hard now. It's going to slice through the shirt. It might, dude. It's a serious nipple. <gasps> Tom tells Frank he's sorry. He thinks that he knows why Adam shot himself, and he has to call the police. He doesn't want him to find out from anyone but him. He wants to hear it from, or he wants to tell him himself. Tom shows Frank the body and tells him that he knows it was Kurt and Adam. She was uh, there was a piece of hair stuck in her hand, and they'll be able to identify the boys by that. Frank opens up and tells him that he knew and helped the boys hide the body. These kids got everything ahead of them. There was nothing they could do to bring her back. Frank has a gun and tells Tom to leave. He's been living with this for six months and begins to cry. He shoots at Tom. Not really. He kind of shot next to him, making him run away. And as he gets out of the basement, we hear a gunshot downstairs. Tom runs to the front door and finds Larry and Kurt, uh, who invite themselves in. Tom tells Larry he was repairing water damage, which is why the house is all torn up. Larry throws Kurt a bottle of liquor and tells him to drink up. Tom tries to fight them, but is knocked down. Larry goes to shoot him just as Maggie pulls up out front, honking her horn, which distracts them. Maggie, sensing something is wrong, finds her purse, which has a knife inside. That This is the same purse that she almost forgot and Jake handed to her as she was leaving. Inside, Maggie is attacked by Larry, but is also able to stab him in the foot, causing him to scream. Frank appears from the basement, shooting Kurt, and then he shoots Larry. Larry's gun discharges, shooting a hole through the ceiling, which shoots up through Jake's bed, blowing a hole in his pillow as we see feathers fly all over the room and onto the bed. Frank tells the couple, they were going to kill you, Tommy, you and Maggie both, just as Tom had seen in his uh, dream earlier. Outside, Tom sees Samantha smiling and walking down the street in her jacket. Samantha gets a proper funeral as we see Tom and Maggie loading up their U-Haul moving. In the rear view mirror, Maggie watches Jake in the back seat as they drive by houses and he hears whispering. It grows louder and louder as Jake covers his ears to stop the noise. The end. Let me ask you a question. Without the hair in the hand, would they really have been able to prove that these kids did this? Hmm. I don't know if there'd be fingerprints on her. I mean, they were holding her down and shit. Mm. I don't know how long that lasts on, you know, skin. I feel like the way Tom was acting, their their um, solution should have been to try to put all this on Tom. Mm, maybe. I don't know if they could have, though, because it would have been, what, two months before he moved in? Mm-hmm. I think they would have been able to tell, like, yeah, how long the body has been there. Mm. Mm, yeah. I don't know. And like, what was their plan exactly? So now they were going to kill him and Maggie and have two more bodies. Like, what, what were they trying to do here? I don't. That's a good. Maybe they're going to put them in the wall too. I guess, but like, I don't know. I think it shows that they didn't really have a plan. It's all like by the by the seat of their pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just annoyed he didn't call the police like immediately. Yeah, and then he brings him back and shows him. Yeah, I would have been just calling the police. I would have called the police, walked out, and then told them. Yeah. And then, 
At least the police would be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not well planned out. But I mean, yeah. and if you're in that moment, I don't know, you probably know what you would do, right? You're like thinking for your friend here. You're like, man. And he didn't know that Frank knew about it. Right. Yeah. And Frank did, you know, ended up helping them, saving them, basically. Oh, that's true. If he hadn't brought Frank back, then he wouldn't have been there to help him. Interesting. How about the feathers? Though? I like that part. Cause he says, Jake tells uh, Maggie he doesn't want to go home because he's afraid of the feathers. And then you mm-hmm. see that if he had been home, he would have got shot. Yeah. If he'd been mm-hmm. sleeping at that very that moment, perfect but, spot there. But yeah. still, it's pretty cool because he has the shine. I like how they connected that part <laughs> the where shine. <laughs> the shine, where like he tells her to take her purse. And we saw that she put the knife in there like a while ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what happens. She stabs mm-hmm. him in the foot. Yep. Interesting. I do like the end of this movie though, how it's not like they move, they leave and it shows you that like, it's not the house. It's Jake. So yeah. I wonder if Tom's going to keep having visions and stuff also. I would assume. I mean, that would be so annoying. So they could have made imagine? another one, but they did a better one. <laughs> <laughs> if they were going to re, if they were going to make a follow up to it, they should have still had him in it. The boy like, should be all the same cast. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But like all the voices that they were hearing when they were driving through the neighborhood, like are those all supposed to be dead people? Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay, so yes, all these houses so. have ghosts in them. Is that what they were trying to say? <laughs> maybe, or maybe he yeah. can hear. Maybe his thing is so powerful he can hear things outside of his maybe current location. I don't know. I like the end of it. I don't. I would not want to be that kid and have that ability. That would definitely not be great. But. No, that sucks. Faux show. All right, let's jump over to Fun Facts with Seth. You didn't sing. Fun Facts with (gasps) Seth. In the hypnotism flashback scene, there is a scene of a safety pin being stuck through Tom's hand. This was not a special effect. A stuntman was paid to come in and have a safety pin pushed through his hand for the scene. Well, it was just through like his skin part, though. I don't think it would hurt that bad. No, but it like made like that snap noise, like when it like went all the way through. It was like, like, yeah, "Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want that. In the scene where Tom gets angry after digging in the backyard and kicks the bucket towards the wall, it was not supposed to hit and break the window. So that was ad lib? This was a happy accident and it was used in the film as Kevin Bacon stayed in character and continued the scene. That's because he's a great actor. Of course, it's the bacon. The hypnosis (laughs) sequence in which Tom, Kevin Bacon, is hypnotized for the first time follows actual hypnosis techniques, techniques used by professional hypnotists. Really? In order to ensure that the audience hasn't been put to sleep, and some some susceptible people have been, there's a musical accent at the close of the sequence to wake everyone up. You're telling me people watched this movie and got hypnotized. That's what it's saying. Oh, horse shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The scene where Maggie is sitting in the car in the rain was shot at night when it actually was raining very heavily, but the rain did not look real on film. The crew had to set up an awning to cover the car from the rain, then rig up rain-making equipment under the awning to achieve the look of real rain. thought that was odd. So the actual rain didn't look real? I guess. Maybe it wasn't raining hard enough. They said it was very heavy rain. Maybe it was too hot. Maybe it was rain too hard. hard. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people on blogs have wondered how the creep walk was filmed. Here's the secret. The speed of the camera was sped up, and the actress was told to walk as slowly but to appear as naturally as possible. Then when it was time to edit the scene in, they played the footage at normal speed, and all the imperfections in her walk add to the beauty of how creepy it looks. Hmm. So I guess that's how they did it. I always thought they had them walk backwards, and then they played it in reverse. That's what I thought they did, too, but... 
Evidently, we don't know what we're talking about. Right, We've not. never made a movie. <laughs> We've never made a storm movie like Jess. Jess is the movie maker. We're still going to make it. Of course. We're going to do that, too. We're going to walk backward. Kevin Bacon plucks around on the guitar in the film, but in real life is actually a skilled guitarist. Along with his brother, Michael, the Bacon Brothers have released over half a dozen albums, some to acclaim, and occasionally tour and or play live in support of these endeavors. Wow. You go, Kevin Bacon. Bacon Brothers. We'll have to look that up. The Bacon Bros. They yeah. actually played at the Green. Oh, really? Once. Where at? Mm-hmm. Like out in the middle? Yeah, like where they, they like would have concerts right there. Really? Like what kind mm-hmm. of music do you know? I think it's like folky. Ah. Oh, I love folk music. Let's look them up. Is there a banjo? If there's a banjo, I'm in. I don't think so. Uh, You may see many similarities to The Shining and think it took from it. In fact, it's the opposite. Stir of Echoes was a novel written in 1958 by the great Richard Matheson. Mm -hmm. If anything, Stephen King borrowed from him. (gasps) Dude, I have this book on my uh, reading eggs. So, no, what's the thing? Goodreads. Uh, Goodreads. I have it on there as one I want to read. He also wrote I Am Legend. Oh, so that's an older book. Ooh. Then. Ooh. The movie bears certain similarities to The Sixth Sense, <laughs> released the same year, but similarities are even greater to two 1980s movies, The Shining, where both son and father see spirits, and The Changeling. Tom, Kevin Bacon, seems to be channeling Jack Nicholson's climatic madness in the scene where Tom argues with Maggie about his digging, which is very similar to Nicholson's uh, one with Shelley Duvall in The Shining. With the changeling, the connections are even closer. Oh, shit. Both movies involve a murdered child whose ghost cries out for revenge. In addition, the villain in The Changeling was played by Melvin Douglas. In Stir of Echoes, Douglas's granddaughter, Elena Douglas, plays Lisa the Hypnotist. Oh, shit. I do like The Changeling. That's a pretty good one if you have You said you watched the one with the, ba- the kid in the bathtub, right? Yeah, it's creepy. I need to watch that. Not that I like kids being drowned in bathtubs, obviously. I just think it sounds like a good movie. It's like sort of like this where he's seeing these visions and he finds like the body. Yeah. So this was written before The Shining. The book was, yeah. Oh, wow. Stephen yeah. King, plagiarism, dude. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. And this movie isn't heralded like... Heralded? Is that the right word? Yeah, we're going to go with it. Yeah. Like The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Yeah. Was that it? That was it. You did a great job. Those were actually yeah, fun there's facts. a lot of good ones on this one. Glad you did your research instead of coming here saying you didn't have anything like last time. Because the last couple of <laughs> movies didn't have any. Yeah, no. Well, when you let <laughs> just pick movies, you just don't know what you're getting into. Mm. Get out of here. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's do HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scene from the movie? Um, we kind of talked about it already, but I really liked the hypnotism parts um, when he's under the part where he's floating in the chair towards the movie screen like that was so fucking creepy to me like it gave me chills man you guys like that um, a lot more than i did yeah it's also my favorite scene yeah wow. i love that i don't know the score along with it too like mm. i just thought it was really good and mm. it's so creepy both of you went right for that one and it didn't look dated like at first i'm like mm-hmm. oh is it gonna look bad and it didn't i thought the whole movie looked really good for being as old as it is mm-hmm. the um, effects yeah, were too. good yeah Mine's that jump scare on the couch. That shit gets me every time. Even now, I just remember it scaring the hell out of me as a kid. Because that's the first time you see her, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Think so, yeah. Uh, and then any of the scenes where Kevin Bacon's acting crazy, because I think he did a really great job. Um, <laughs> we're going to skip favorite kill, because there really weren't that many. Uh, thing you like most about the movie, Jess? Obviously, the supernatural aspect of it. Uh, that's like, those are my favorite horror movies. Um, 
And I just, I thought it was a good cast and I really, really liked the score in this. I thought it was super fucking scary. Seth? The premise and the story of it, obviously. I also like the supernatural shit. Um, <laughs> I just thought it had a good story. It flowed well. It wasn't slow at all. I didn't think it actually was a pretty mm-hmm. good, well-paced movie. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I thought they did a good job of capturing a blue-collar family trying to improve themselves. Uh, the atmosphere is really creepy, which I think would probably include the score, like Jess said. Uh, the majority of the acting is really pretty good. There's not any scenes where I was like, oh, that was really cringy acting. And the little kid was creepy. He was really. He, he kind of reminded me of Aiden from The Ring a little bit. Yeah, he was just kind of a creepy kid. Uh, and again, I also liked the story, and I got moderate uh, Shining vibes, which apparently The Shining ripped this off, so never mind. I should be saying it the other way. It inspired The Shining. And I don't even like The Shining, Jess, just so you know. Oh. The <laughs> thing you didn't like about the movies, Jess. Um, I don't know. Like, some of the acting, I still thought it was all really good. Mm. It was just Maggie's character that kind of, like, I don't know why the last few times I've watched it, I never really was that annoyed with her. But this time, she got on my fucking nerves. <laughs> <laughs> You think it was bad acting or you just didn't like the character? I think it's just the character. I yeah. think she did a good job. I just, uh, yeah, I didn't like her character at all. I could see that. She was just so annoying in that one scene. Where she's talking yeah. over him. Yeah, I was like, him. shut up for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really think of anything I didn't like, honestly. I'm with you. Um, other than those two boys, which I just really freaking hated. Like, I had my blood boiling during that scene. My, you're supposed to, You're obviously. supposed to hate them, right? It's not like anybody watches this and they're like, oh, I really like the two high school two kids. nice young men. Yeah, like, fucking <laughs> kids, But no, I really honestly couldn't think of much else I, I didn't like. Uh, I like the most of it. So, uh, Jess, will you watch it again? Yes, absolutely. Seth, will you watch it again? Yeah, now that you own it on Amazon, I will. Fuck, I know. I have why so many damn movies because this fucking podcast yes i will 100 percent watch it again because i now own it on amazon uh let's jump over to stabby's ratings we rate every movie on a zero to five stabby scale some movies get zero some movies get fives depending on how much we like them we'll average them out and give you the hmc's average stabby's rating at the end we are where you should be going to get your movie ratings and reviews seth your movie hmc 69 so we think a stir of echoes what do you give this movie? I gave it a four and a half. A four and a half? Yeah. I actually really like this movie. I'm surprised I haven't watched it again recently. But it's just, it's a, the acting's good. It's a good story. It's something we don't see a lot. We don't see a lot of hypnosis things. You like the hypnosis? Yeah, I like, like those scenes were just really creepy. I just, mm. yeah, really sucked me into the movie. Wow. Yeah. You like anything that sucks you in. I mm-hmm. know that. I had know a good that. pace. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I liked it a lot. You liked it a lot? Yeah. All right, Jess, what do you give a stir of echoes? Um, I really, I love this movie and it still holds up for me. Um, it's one of the first like supernatural movies that really like scared the fuck out of me. And I still feel that way, like watching it. The story is really good. Um, obviously the score, I brought that up a couple times, but um, I give it a 4.4. 4. 4.4 from Jess. Um, can you please say where you slotted it? I mean, that's what I, I sit here on the yeah. edge of my seat. You're the slot girl. Waiting to hear how you slotted it. And you did. You just <laughs> fucking disappointed me. Wow. Sorry. It's okay. I'm I didn't upset. slot it this time. I just, I did it based on what I felt. Yeah. It's probably my fault. I didn't send you the stabby chart, did I? No. See, didn't I call that? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I have x-ray vision like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, 
this is one of the scariest movies I remember from being a kid. It was one of my favorites. Um, it was kind of a mind fuck a little bit too when you're a kid watching this. But I had the VHS and watched it constantly. Um, despite having multiple jump scares, I think the movie has a really good, simple plot that kept me engaged as it unfolds. Um, I also kind of like the whodunit aspect of it because you're you're kind of um, pulling back layers as Kevin Bacon is. But I also think Kevin Bacon does a really great job of acting crazy in those scenes. So I actually gave it a 4.7. So I think I rated it the highest. You did. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. I'm giving your movie such high ratings. I don't want you to get a big head. Mm. Whatever. Let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate and review movies. Jess, there actually is a Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus for this one. Could you read that, please? Yes. Kevin Bacon's acting is so genuine that it's creepy, and director David Kett knows how to create true suspense. Wow. It's better than the Hocus Pocus one that's been on here for six times. (laughs) Um, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 68% on only 15 reviews. That seems weird, doesn't it? Uh, They gave it a 64% average rating. The audience at Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 70%, and uh, their average was a 3.6 out of 5, or 72%. IMDb gave it a 7 out of 10, or 70%. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, where you should be going to get your movie ratings and reviews. We gave it a 4.53 out of 5, or a 90%, which means it gets the stamp of... Sago, dude. All I heard from you just was Gooden. Gooden. Uh, it always makes me think of that little guy in the shack on uh, Frozen, where they're out there in the wilderness and he's trying to buy supplies. Oh. <laughs> just think of you when I think of that stuff. Okay. So, so Gooden, 4.53 out of 5. So Gooden. So Gooden. Well, that wraps that movie up. Anything else you guys want to say about A Stir of Echoes, the movie that kicks off our A Very Bacon Christmas? No. No. Great pick. Great pick. Good job. It's a good one. You did a good job. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you kind of cherry pick, but it's okay. We'll give it to you. Yeah. It's no hollow, man. I bet you that. Mm. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Let's run through some patron shout outs real quick before we get out of here. Mal Macabre. Thank you, Mal. Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. D. Cole. Anthony Silva from Porcelain Peak. Felice Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. Caitlin. Ashley V and Ashley S. The Ashleys. I forgot to mention them on the last episode, apparently. Bitch. That was my fault. Yeah. I screwed up. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they didn't cancel their subscriptions with us. Yeah. I told them I'd make it up to them somehow. I don't know how I'm going to do that. You better figure it out. Maybe we'll do an episode just for them where we do sock puppet shows. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. I think we'd be good at that. Mm -hmm. Ashley's. Ashley V and Ashley S. Thank you. Mark and Brooke from Podcast on Elm Street, Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast, and my lovely mother, Nana, Stevie Nicks. Did I do that good or what? That was great. You're a little jealous. Mm -hmm. Do you want to try? No. You sure? Yep. Mm. Our next movie is, I don't remember. I have no idea. Uh, I think it's Flatliners. You want me to look? Yeah, that's what you picked, right, Jess? Yes. I said if that was the next one we were recording or not. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was Flatliners or Hollow Man. Flatliners, HMC70 will be Flatliners. Kevin Bacon. I've never seen it. I don't even know what it's about. I hope it's good. Is that a 90s movie? 
Um, I believe so. It's I think I've seen it. Too. I think I saw it a long time ago. A little sci fi e. All right. Well, in that case, we are out of here. Bye. 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 Hey, Krubies, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. Thank God. Are you awake? I am. I got up at like eight. Oh, okay. <laughs>